He was looking at a forty-ish woman carrying a cheap all-weather coat over her arm and wearing a black-and-white polka-dot dress. Square neck, oversized shoulder pads, voluminous knee-length skirt. The sort of thing his mother wore back in the fifties. This woman had what was once a good haircut, but she'd let it go too long between trims and now looked on the verge of messy. Campy and messy. Didn't the woman own a mirror? Was she the one he was here to meet? He hoped not. All Virgil had said was to carry a copy of Opera News prominently displayed and the courier would find him. He'd left the magazine lying out in the open on the small table in the token bar. Now he signaled to the waiter. One more martini and he'd leave. He didn't like waiting for women. Not that it had to be a woman, but Virgil typically did use women as couriers. Artistic types trying to make ends meet. Girl graduates learning their brand new degrees from Columbia weren't worth spit. Mothers unable to take on full-time jobs. All Virgil demanded of them was that they be on time. Do exactly as they were told and ask no questions. For this, they were paid promptly and in cash. What the IRS didn't know wouldn't hurt it. The door of the bar opened and a young woman came in, alone, shrugging out of her coat immediately. The waiting man smiled in approval. Short skirt, high heels, careful makeup, well-tended hair. But he knew this one wouldn't be Virgil's courier, too expensive for one thing. For another, too noticeable. Opera news. The woman in the polka dot dress slid into the chair opposite his. You're late, he said coldly. I didn't spot you right off. She glanced at the magazine lying on the table. I thought you'd be holding it, reading it like... The man didn't answer. He held out his hand. The polka dot woman opened a purse the size of a saddlebag and extracted a large mailing envelope, which she handed over. The seal on the back was intact. She didn't get up and leave as she was supposed to, but instead sat waiting expectantly. Was there something else? he asked shortly. A look of mild disappointment crept into her eyes. She shook her head and stood up. He watched her go with barely concealed contempt. Damned if he'd buy a drink for that frump. He broke the seal on the envelope. Inside were two five-by-seven glossies and a personal data sheet. Anthony Pasquilini, Green Grocer, Mulberry Street. Someone was willing to pay Virgil's exorbitant fee to get rid of an Italian vegetable seller? This Pasqualini couldn't be connected. The mafia took care of its own problems. The man wasted no mental energy wondering about it. He never wondered about it. He finished his martini and put on his overcoat. Outside, perhaps two hours of daylight left. The markets in Little Italy would still be open. If the crowds were big and noisy, he could take care of this one before dinner. He hailed a cab and went to work.